everyone. Hello, panel. And hello, everyone who listens on uh, Spotify, Apple iTunes, and all those other things, how this show appears. Mm. Or just Google, on the mark, Sports Talk, here you are. Episode number 182 in 182 consecutive weeks. That's a Kanahara. That's right. And I don't know how you spell that, but I think when you sent it to me, you spelled it wrong, uh, Michael, when you wrote that out last week. Jeff, Why? Spelling uh, on right, it. Write it Yiddish. Write it Yiddish. Yeah. How is everyone doing today? How are we doing? Pretty good. All right. Nice weather. Yeah. Except what for the state a of the world. day in New York. Yesterday, yeah. today, tomorrow, <clears throat> Saturday. Shorts. Anybody Saturday. wearing shorts now? Not on Saturday. Short, short sleeve shirt. Short sleeve shirt. Right, short sleeve shirt. Short sleeve be shirt. like 83 on Saturday. What's that? It'll be like 83 degrees on Saturday. Okay. Wow. Shorts. Take yeah. out take out that suntan lotion which you put away and take out those shorts which you packed up and probably put them in your attic already. <laughs> it's yeah. a weather Michigan. <laughs> it should be great. Yeah. Enjoy that weather out there. So um I want to tell you a little story, if you don't mind. And I want to get your opinion on this one here. This is a quick story. Everyone knows my car was stolen last month. Everyone knows it was never recovered. Everyone knows I used the insurance money to purchase a new 2024 car. First one on the block with a 2024 car. Hooray for me. What'd you Uh, get? What's that? What'd you get? Oh, it's a Corolla. But it, it drives beautifully. So on top of that, my wife, like a week, more than a week ago, no, about 10 days ago, went to Denver, Colorado Yay. To, visit, to visit her friend for a few days. Last week she returned, and of course I was the one who was going to pick her up at LaGuardia Airport. Uh, <laughs> normal people come home, you know, like, 10 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Her flight was coming in 11 o'clock at night. That's <laughs> your bedtime. On a Long Tuesday after your night. sleep. Right. <laughs> uh, an Uber. And she was coming in LaGuardia, which is like 15, 20 minutes from where I am right now. I wouldn't want her to take an Uber or a yellow cab. Never sh- shame, shame, you know, especially that time of night. Uh... So I drove, got there about, hmm, the plane the plane was coming in a little bit after 11. So I got there about 5 to 11. I went to the cell phone lot. You ever go to the cell phone lot in, in LaGuardia? Never heard yeah. of it. it it's no, a great yeah. thing. It's a great thing. It's a free little lot it? a few yeah. blocks away. You they have them in Washington, too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good thing. In Phoenix, they have them. Yeah. What do you do? You just sit there and you wait for oh. a call. You see people on the oh. side of the Grand Central Parkway park, but that's illegal. You can get a ticket. This is right. legal. So I get the phone call, the plane landed. I told her, okay, thanks. Great. Fantastic. Uh, call me when you're outside the terminal. I'm not going to go now because when the plane lands, it may be take five, 10 minutes to like, uh, what's the word? Taxi. Taxi to the de-plane. gate and deplane. It takes time. De-plane. It takes time. Uh, sometimes it goes to the gate and you sit there because it's so late at night. 
they have to get a crew to move the uh the stuff with no, the what they call that yeah. where you uh the, where you walk what's that called the jetway the jetway thank you no the tarmac, the or the right. tarmac here whatever so I, I i got the phone call she's outside arrivals i tell her where to go i i drive over great great seeing my wife i'm in my new car to begin the short drive home light trip there's no one on the road except people doing road work <laughs> have you ever been LaGuardia Airport and you have to drive east? It's a little, you know, lefts and rights and it's dark. And, and if you're not too sure where you're going, you have to look for the lights and, and the signs and all that stuff. Ah, yes, a left, a right, a turn here. Oh, a car almost hit me in my process doing this. Uh, where was I here? Car almost hit you. Car, yeah, almost, car hit. almost hit me. It's eleven forty-five. Cars are driving like it's a race to get someplace. Eleven forty-five yes. at night. Those are the worst drivers when there's like nobody in the road. Okay, I'm turning, and lo and behold, as I make this turn, behind me are flashing lights. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And my wife says they're probably going after that car that almost hit you because it really just sped right by you. But it didn't do that. The car was directly, the flashing lights was directly behind me. I said, oh, no. Oh, no. I have the car 10 days or so, and I'm getting a ticket. For, that's like, I don't know why. I must, must have done something wrong, right? So was I speeding? Am I getting a ticket? I slowed, I slowed up. Pulled a little bit to the side on a dark street, of course. I came to a stop, and the police car pulled up alongside of me. I rolled down the window, and the cop in the shotgun position seat said, You didn't see that stop sign, did you? (laughs) I said, No, what stop sign? (laughs) He says, Don't worry. Many people don't see that stop sign. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to my surprise he said go ahead go nice no, 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 stupid me said are you sure imagine saying that you know what i mean like yeah. like thank you sir whatever you said, right. sure you want me to go you don't want to give me a ticket <laughs> yeah he said good night sir <laughs> i really dodged a bullet there Oh, and it's a moving violation. And it's, a moving yeah. violation. And insurance. Again, uh, 11 points. o'clock at night when I'm fast asleep usually. <laughs> Michael. Actually, when you leave LaGuardia, because I picked up my friend uh, around 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. When you leave LaGuardia and see the exit sign and you're heading uh, whichever way you think you're heading, you have a problem for a while to figure out what road to get on to get onto the Grand Central East. And if you get onto the Grand Central uh, East, uh, you know, trying to get uh, get uh, back home to where we live. All right, you have a choice, of course, of the Grand Central Parkway or the Whitestone Expressway. If you do it incorrectly and you get on the Grand Central Parkway, your trip home could take about an hour because you oh. are in the rush hour. Right, the rush hour. To get on to the Whitestone Expressway. Either it's, way, it's very complicated. You can't win. You can't win at that time of day. The damn teachers are on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Me and my boy. friends are on the road there. Okay. I thought you'd like that. So Gerald's not here today. 
Well, can I just tell a funny story? Yes, I'll take one minute. That's it. There was a, a horse that won it. You know, one of my favorite ball players ever was Tom Seaver, even though I'm a Yankee fan. A horse made his initial debut run in Anita named Tom Seaver. And right. the guy loves sports figures. You know, his other horse that uh, ran and won was Pee Wee Reese. Mm. How do you like? Wow! You, you read that? You read that? <laughs> I yeah, read I saw it in the paper the other day. I just yeah. thought it was funny, you know. Uh, you know, I used to name I used to name my cats and that, the animals that I had. If one was Mickey from Mickey Mantle, you know, just it was funny seeing that. The names live forever, one yeah. way or another. That's great. Yeah, and the horse won, by the way. Yep, it did win. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow! Right. So Joe's not on today. Yeah. I don't know what the hell he's doing. He says I'll be on next week. Get ready for a good person next week. Milton, that brings it up to you. All right. What I'm going to do today, I'm going to play you a song, and then I'll give you a little info afterwards. This song, the group was formed in Lincoln High School. The One of the initial singers was Neil Sadaka. Then the group was reformed in 1960, had many hits, but I'm going to play you one that, um, let me just get this here. You'll love it. Hang on a minute. One minute. Hang on one sec. One second. Okay. This should be going right now. Five minutes is up. No, here we go. <laughs> They had one of the biggest hits all over the world in every country. It was named after the South African Zulu. Gotta be the tokens. Gotta be the tokens. Is this the tokens? Is that Jay Siegel? Jay Siegel. Oh, really? Jay Siegel. And I have all their records are terrific. If you ever want to just Google them, they had even Portrait of My Love. Tonight I Fell in Love by Them. And uh, hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the picture, yeah. But this this record, you know, a lot of people didn't hear of "I'll Always Love You" by them. Mm-hmm. Terrific song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went no uh, unless I looked it up. Yeah, the, the lion sleeps, sleeps tonight was there. Yeah, say, yeah lion, that was the Barry and McCabe originally recorded it. Yeah, but they yeah. changed it a lot. Yeah, they. Yeah, Milton, yeah. Milton, you know what it sounded like to me? Believe it or not. 
Where the boys are in high school. What's it what's, sounds like where the boys are? Very similar. Right. Right. Honey Francis. Yeah, the boys. That was a great song and a great, I like the movie. Mm -hmm. Connie Francis. Very good. Yeah. All right, Milk. I think you uh I think you stumped most of us. You stumped me. I thought it was the breeze. I got the group. I didn't ah, know the song. Did you get the group from his hit? I got the group because he mentioned Wimaway, so I knew it was the token. Oh, but I didn't know that, I didn't know that song. That I wouldn't have gotten one. it from that. I never know, heard that I'm song. not trying to. I just want to play music that I think you'd like, not necessarily stumping you, but. All right. No explanation needed. Just hey, give us hey, the song. Milton, Milton, question. Yeah. Uh, you're aware, I don't know if you're interested, December 16th at West Bay Music Fair, you got a duo. We've been. And the we headliner is. Nobody's uh, still alive? God. <laughs> I used to go. I used to like those. Well, December 16th. Hey, hey, none of you guys oh, went to Allen. starting at 7 p.m. instead of 8. You, you never went to the Allen Freed show at the Brooklyn Paramount. Yeah, <laughs> right above yeah, that. That was yes. LIU was above the uh, Brooklyn Paramount yep, those yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah, big memories. Lots yeah, of yeah. memories back then. All right. Yeah. Let us move on back to the sports field. Uh, and today is October 26th, and this day in sports. What happened today on this particular day? A couple of really interesting things. First of all, in the year 1863, which is how long ago? A little <laughs> a long time ago. 160 years. Football Association, football back in those, at soccer. 60 years ago. Uh, in England, standardized football or standardized soccer splitting from rugby so in those days rugby mm. and soccer were pretty similar to this day i have no clue how to play rugby rugby if any of you people know what the heck they're doing i know what they need to do but how they do it i have no clue so if any of you do one day we can talk about that the scrum, I yeah, 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 right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was teaching back in the day, uh, they sent me to a rugby workshop, and oh, they right, taught you. right, and it was the best thing in the world for me to celebrate. Believe it or not, this is a crazy, uh, uh crazy story to celebrate Pearl because they gave me a whistle that is so, so shrill. That when they say Heyman in, in uh, Shul, I could knock everybody out of their seat. <laughs> and they gave me a very nice T-shirt. But to tell you how to play uh, rugby, I could never do that. No, no. So it's rugby and cricket. We need rugby and cricket expert on the year yeah. for a guest speaker. Uh, Larry. Uh, Ch uh, Churchill saw his first football game at Columbia University. And he was asked to comment on it. And he said, actually, it's a lot, it's a lot like rugby. Rugby, but why do you have all those conference meetings? <laughs> Another sport that you guys, anybody know about Australian rules football? That's also on. I don't know. Early morning TV. What about it? I don't know how it's, how it's played, but it's yeah. a great game to, to watch. I love it. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Australian yeah. rules football. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Australian I want... rules, but they come back and say football, but I think it means they're referring to soccer, right? No, it's more like rugby. No. No? no, it's more like rugby. It's more like rugby, rugby but it's very rugby. All right. I used to like the rugby shirts they used to like used to buy. A rugby yeah. shirt, right? Oh, oh, like a golf shirt. Like a golf shirt. 
What's that? Then there's also you Irish hurling. Look at the players in Australian rules football. Yeah. They all got yeah. no teeth. <laughs> 1887. Still, still in the 1800s here. The World <laughs> Championship Baseball Series is played in Sportsman Park. I guess St. that's St. Louis, right? Yes, it yes. is. The Detroit Wolverines, part of the National League, beat the St. Louis Browns from the AA, American Association. Get this. They beat them 10 games to 5 games. And the game was played in bitterly cold conditions. So I guess back in those days, I guess the first one that wins 10 games is declared the champion. Amazing. Amazing. 1934. 19, well, that's some jump from 87 to 1934. How about that? Nothing happened. You mean nothing happened in 47 years? (laughs) While the Washington Senators, player manager Joe Cronin, was honeymooning with Mildred Robertson, who happened to be the owner, Clark Griffith's niece and adopted <laughs> daughter, he was sold to the Red Sox. <laughs> Think about that, what I just said. In 1940, Hank Greenberg of the Tigers, outfield at the time, wins MVP in the American League. In 340, 41 homers, 150 RBIs, fabulous wow. season. It was his second MVP award because five years earlier, he won it as a first baseman. First player to win the MVP at different positions. Of course, currently, through, no, through the years, uh, I'm sure there's people who've won it more than once at different positions. Uh, 1950, Branch, Branch Rickey resigns as the Brooklyn Dodger president. 1951, future world champ Rocky Marciano defeats mm. former champion Joe Lewis by TKO in the eighth oh. round at Madison Square Garden. Square Garden. The Mecca, right? The old one. Yeah, the old one, right. Boy, in 1960, League, in 1960, America League approves the Washington Senators to move to Minnesota to become the Twins. <laughs> And uh, the two new expansion teams were approved, the Angels and the Washington Senators. And 61, the season went from 162 to one, from went to 162 from 154 games. Uh, skipping around here, 1968, future world champ George Foreman wins the Olympic gold when he beat Soviet Union's, never remember this guy's name, Jonas or Jonas. Sepulis from the Soviet Union in the second round, a a knockout. I remember him him winning the goal, but that name doesn't sound familiar. I always remember Theo Stevenson was always winning a lot of those. Remember Theo Stevenson? Yeah, Cuba. 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 Yeah, Yeah, he couldn't turn pro. Yeah. Um, Right. 1975, Cuba beats Mexico for its fourth Pan Am Games gold medal in baseball. In 77, Sparky Lyle of the Yankees wins the Cy Young Award as a reliever, of course. First time. And the first American League reliever to do so. He was 13 and 5, 26 saves, 2.17 in 72 two games. Those stats wouldn't, wouldn't give him anything today. No. 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 no.
1980 at the New York City Marathon, which again is going to be, I believe, next Sunday. Right. Next Sunday. Greta Bates of Norway wins her third straight. And Alberto Salazar wins for the men. And I think Greta went on to win, was it six or eight in a row? Was I don't remember. I don't, know. don't know. Don't care. 1980. <laughs> Football. NFL. St. Louis Cardinals sack Baltimore Colts quarterbacks a record 12 times. I don't know who the quarterback. I didn't mention the quarterback or quarterbacks for the what Colts team? in 1980. 80. What team? Wasn't 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 Burt Jones? Was it? That's what I was going to say. We can, look, we can look that. Oh, we have no. Gerald's not here. Look things up. So yeah, let it pass. In 1982, Phil's pitcher Steve Carlton becomes the first pitcher to win four Cy Young awards. Mm. Uh, 1985, on this day, Game Six World Series, umpire Don Deckinger starts uh, yeah. a string of events yeah. with his botch call, That's right, causing the no, Cards no. to lose Game Booze. Six to the Ro- to right. the Royals. And the Royals eventually won the World Series. Mm. The Royals yeah, right. Remember that. Cardinals should have won that series in six games. Yep. Didn't in 88. Would, no replay then. No replay then. Yeah. In 88, Donald Trump. <laughs> Bill, he bills Mike Tyson $2 million for four months of legal services or advisory services. Advisory? <laughs> He's not a lawyer. He's not legal. There it is. How can an imbecile be illegal? 1993, NFL announces <laughs> the expansion of Charlotte to become the uh, Carolina Panthers. Uh, yeah. A few more here. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. 1996, the Yankees beat the Braves 3-2 in Game 6 at Yankee Stadium of the World Series to win their 23rd title. And who was wow. the MVP of that series? Quickly. 96. Uh. The first one, the first of the string. John Wetland. John Wetland. Oh, really? John Who? John Wetland, the reliever. Before oh, Mario. He was Mariano. the MVP of the series? Yeah. Yes. In 97, Florida beats Cleveland in game seven for Miami's first World Series title. The youngest expansion team to win. They're only five years in. And Edgar Renteria, his single in the 11th, wins it. And who was the MVP of that series? You'll never get this. Is it Beckett? No. Levon oh, Hernandez. Remember Levon Hernandez? Sure. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Good for the Giants. You know who was on that team? Craig, I think Craig Council was on that team. He might have been on that team. That's right. Yeah. In the year 2000, the Yankees beat the Mets in game five to win the Subway Series for their third straight title. That was It's the first time a team won three straight in 25 years. And who was the MVP of that series? Cheater. Eric, yeah. Eric, Cheetah. In 2005, the White Sox sweep the Astros. How sweet yeah. that was in the World Series for their first title in 88 years. MVP? Yeah. Jermaine Dye. Wow. Where are these players today? I don't know. And in 2018, my last one here, the longest World Series game, both by innings oh, yeah. of time, as the Dodgers beat the Red Sox, the Red Sox. 
in 18 innings, innings. and 7 hours and 20 minutes at Dodger <laughs> Stadium right. as Max, great game. Max uh, Muncy great game. wins the uh, walk-off the walk-off home run. And that was uh, today's date. Mark, in 1980, the Baltimore Colts quarterbacks were Burt Jones, as Fred and I said, and Greg Landry was his backup. Oh. Okay. And they all got sacks. Okay, let's move on uh, to Sports Stories by Larry. And by the way, you sponsored this week by the coins in your pocket right now. (laughs) That's who's sponsoring the coins in your pocket. There aren't any, though. (laughs) No sponsor. My story this week is entitled My Favorite NBA Defensive Players. In 1982-83, the Defensive Player Award was established in the NBA. Traditionally, big men who rebounded and blocked shots were their best defensive players. Three of my favorite defensive players. First, Bill Russell. Mm. Played with the Celtics between 1956 and 1969 is arguably the best defender in the history of the NBA. It is believed by many that Russell would have averaged a triple double if his double digit block shots were counted along with his double digit points and rebounds per game. Block shots were first officially counted in the NBA's 1973-74 season. Second, Hakeem Olajuwon, who played mostly with Houston between 1984 Mm -hmm. and 2002, was a complete and versatile defender. You could not run a pick and roll against Hakeem. He could deal with the fastest point guards, shutting them down and getting turnovers off them. In the 1990s, Elijah Wan won the Defensive Player of the Year award twice. Third and finally, Dennis Rodman, who played uh, between 1986 and 1999, shut down everybody, whether in the inside game, whether in short-range shooting, or, or whether in mid, mid-range shooting. He often forced the best players to pass the ball to someone else thereby reducing the opposing team's overall point totals. And Dennis got under the skin of opposing Mm. players, which made them make playing mistakes. Mm. He won the Defensive Player of the Year Award twice, 1989-90 and 1990-91 seasons. Side note, I give honorable mention to, to Kim Matumbo and Ben Wallace. Both won the Defensive Player Award a record four times. That completes my story for this week. Right. Was Nate Thurman's name? Nate Thurman, yeah. I was just going to say that. We We played for the San Francisco Warriors. Oh, Nate Thurman? Nate Nate Thurman. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. Great. You know, you brought up uh, Dennis Rodman. I was going to bring something up later. You know, he has a daughter named Trinity. Yeah, she's good. She's his daughter and the highest paid player in the women's soccer league. Really? Really? Trinity Rodman. Look her up. Look her up. Anybody else have a comment for uh, Larry at this time? No, like Jeff said, Nate Thurman was great also. Nate Thurman. He was the only one that was able to stop trembling, actually. Yeah, yeah. Every year they give the uh, defensive player of the year, right? 
Yes. I guess they do, huh? Since well, Fraser wasn't too shabby. Since 1982-83. Who was Live. to play last oh, yeah. year in the NBA? M NBA anybody? Yeah, um... I think it was, was it. I think the year before was Mar was it Marcus Smart last year or the year before? Marcus, I know he won it recently, but I don't mm. remember which year. Okay, right, let's move on. Thank you, Larry, for that one. And we're going to go on to Roger now because Roger has to leave around five o'clock. I told him we'll get in a little early. So the Roger Report today is sponsored by the the dimples on a golf ball. <laughs> You know, for trivia, how many dimples are on every golf ball? I know because I counted. No, I saw it. Anyone know? 30. 30. A dimple Not on a like, golf ball. Like a little indentation on a golf ball. 30? 276. That's a nice guess, but it's more. 336. <laughs> All right, Roger, you're up. All that important information, Mark. Of course. <laughs> No, how do you count them to you to know that they're right? Yeah, that's right. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Uh, uh, you shouldn't uh, uh, think everything that you read is right, right? No, at least yeah. from the internet. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Aaron Rodgers, time. Go ahead. Well, we have a uh, World Series that's starting tomorrow. Two rather unlikely participants: the uh, Rangers mm -hmm. against the Diamondbacks. Um, two years ago, both teams lost over a hundred games. Diamondbacks mm. lost 110, the Rangers 102, so that's a pretty quick uh, turnaround to get to the World Series. Again, both are wild cards, so this is what the, you know Major League Baseball has wrought, so uh, that's what they get. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, uh, I think, was it last, uh, let's see, in 2021, the Diamondbacks were outscored by over 200 runs during the season, and the Rangers by about 190. Well, that's yeah. that's that's quite a change in two and years. The Diamondbacks won fifty-two games that year, right? And lost one hundred and ten. That that's you know among the worst uh, seasons ever. Anyway, just a, a quick recap of the game sevens. I mean, both were kind of very different. The American League, the road team, won every game, which hadn't happened since the twenty nineteen World Series, as I'm sure Larry is aware. <laughs> but uh, I, I, amazing, the Astros Astros had a losing record during the regular season at home at thirty nine mm. and forty two, and they were one and five at home in the playoffs, which really was mind boggling. But I guess that's that's baseball nowadays. Um, and again, this is something I, I was watching on MLB too. I had to agree that I think Dusty Baker really didn't manage his relievers very well in Game no. Seven. Um, mm. Bigger, you got to go. You know, this is it. The whole season's on the line here. And he went with Brown and France when the game was four to two. It was still manageable. And then, tired. but then, you know, the, the Rangers put on a four spot and all of a sudden it's eight to two and pretty much, you know, it's, it's done. I mean, I don't know what you're saving your good relievers for. I mean, uh, so that was, that was rather surprising. I mean, I was shocked that Javier only went a third of an inning as good as he was in the previous start. Um, he gave up four hits, three earned runs and a walk. Um, I mean, Matone got out of the, the inning with the last two outs, but uh, from what, from what I, and some things I was reading, I guess the hitting coach picked up on something that the way they were, had to swing when he was pitching or something, but I think he was a little over amped up too, Javier. I mean, he'd been so, cool. I mean, they call him the, the reptile in the, in the playoffs. Cause he was, you know, he had like, no, he was cold blooded, you know, but I was shocked that he only went a third of an inning. I mean, that was, that was mind boggling. I guess, and then I guess Baker didn't expect it either, but, uh. 
I mean, Scherzer and you know went went a, a solid two and two thirds, <laughs> gave up four <laughs> hits, two runs, two walks, and two Ks. But then the, the difference was then uh, um, Bochi, who I know was one of uh, Howie's favorites, put in uh, Montgomery, which I think was a key. And Montgomery got seven outs, two and a thirds. He gave up uh, three hits and had one strikeout, but he got those seven big outs. Is Madison Baumgard? Is Madison Baumgard the moment? Yes, right. yes. Right. that's right. Mike Finer's favorite, right, Mike? Sure, right. Um, yeah, traded traded for a guy that's not even on the team anymore. Yeah, I know. Now and, hurt the, other, and hurt the other half of the time. Yeah. And any comments about the American League before I move to the National League? I mean, just yeah, it was just it just it just disappeared so quickly from Houston. I just I just was so surprised. You know, you know what I felt. Uh, yeah, but what happened to the team? Right. You know, you know, I thought Roger, and I guess in, in both leagues, I think the pitchers were running on fumes. I think they were using so many different uh, variables yeah. that uh, they were tired. And uh, when you go to uh, uh, Philly, I'm sure you're going to mention Nola. I mean, that wasn't the real Aaron Nola anymore. And I think uh, I think uh, Dusty Baker ran out of, uh, you know, healthy pitchers. That's why that was my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> his, his order was I, that's I think, right. Again, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. All the analysts after the fact say, "Yeah, you know, why didn't you use this guy or that guy?" But you know, yeah. but uh, yeah, it was it was questionable. Yeah, was, right, Danny has a comment. Before we go on, right? Yeah, in general, I'm, I'm pleasant. Both leagues, I saw quite a bit of the games, and uh, what really caught my attention is the is the hitters' approach, um, which was really good to see, and shows you that if you have a good approach and good hitting coaches that that you know you, you can do it as opposed to let's say compared my my team my yankees who during this season average maybe at least 10 strikeouts a game if not more <laughs> and, and the hitting approach was disastrous and it's been for years with the yankees and that shows you that you can have a good hitting approach to any pitcher and and uh that's what i loved about the playoffs so far in both leagues fred yeah. Yeah, it's you know it's not really a big surprise, but about Garcia, I mean, I mean, last year he hit thirty home runs. It's not like he came out of nowhere. He's been one of the best plays in the American League for the last couple of years. Yes, there's one shot that he hit the left field. He really whacked it, and he just stood there and admired it and tried yeah. to put base right. If you notice, and he got right? a single. And, and in my opinion, in my opinion, yeah. he knew he could do that. Because he's going to have no problem stealing second whatever he wants. So of course, yeah, so, so it didn't yeah, matter. Yeah, it did. He just stood there and watched the watch watch the ball because he was going to steal second no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to know. You think maybe if the if the if the Rangers win the World Series, it will be a, a fort, fortuitous, and maybe 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 we'll have another Rangers win win it later in next June. Yeah. Oh, they should be heavily favored, the Rangers. Go ahead, yeah. Yeah, Roger. Finish yeah. up. Yeah. So, National League, uh, right? The Diamondbacks clearly. I mean, I mean, they, wow. they, yeah, the Dodgers. Surprise! surprise. Yeah, the pitching, <laughs> the they, defense, they the games. Howie was definitely yeah. right. This is a very good young team with a lot of good young talent, boy, and they, they really yeah. fearless out you know, there. Didn't seem the moment didn't seem to catch up with them you, at all. What, what, what you, you say, Fred? You, you know, they made a great trade over the winter, Toronto. I mean, I don't. They got two guys. Who, I don't know if you guys remember Dalton Varsho, oh, but yeah. they got 
I don't know why. I don't. I mean, I didn't realize this guy was that good. That Toronto gave up Gurriel and Moreno for him. It's always Gurriel. I mean, it was like they, to me, like they fleeced him. <laughs> good, Larry. You notice that Arizona won the last two games. They they pitched curveballs to the big three on the Phillies, and mm-hmm. they, they blanked them. That was the difference. They didn't I throw agree. any fastballs at them. It's, uh, they they look like they looked like the Mets. Yeah, Wayne. They look like the Mets. Yeah, just a question. Yeah. I, I I was listening to the game for a while, and um, Ron Darling and someone was talking about this pitcher, Kevin Ginkle, and they were yeah. mentioning that. The, he has a, some pitch you couldn't hit. I didn't really, I wasn't concentrated. Did anyone remember that um, discussion that Darling was having about this pitcher, Kevin Ginkle, saying that he was almost unhittable? Well, he oh, was. Yeah. Uh, it was like a screwball, I guess, right? The way the ball yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I heard something today which made me stop and think, and I still haven't got an answer on that. When was the last time a World Series? Two state names against each other. What do you mean? Texas, Texas never. And Arizona. State names. Oh, first time. Never. Is it the first time ever? No, I think it's the first time because when, when the Marlins you can't count played, New York because it's a city, not the state. <laughs> when the Marlins played in '97, they, they were, were Florida the Marlins, but they played against the Cleveland Indians. Indians. And against mm-hmm. the Yankees, it was New York. New York. Yeah. New York City, not New York State. It's also going to be held in two retractable domes. Yeah, and and, oh, when, and when the Twins City. played, they played against the Cardinals and the Braves, the Dodgers, Minnesota Twins. Minnesota, mm-hmm. who'd they play? No, they played Dodgers, Los Angeles, right, right. Cardinals, and then the Braves. Well, so that's think cities. Of, think of, it's the first time, it's the first time, but if yeah. there's some other, think about it. Are you finished up, Raj? Okay, the, your your favorite rookie, uh, Brandon Fart, Mark, uh, was was pretty good. There you go. He gave some good innings. He got uh, out of a base slow. Yeah. We'll keep on seeing them. He's good. He got four mm-hmm. innings, four hits, two runs, two walks, seven strikeouts. I mean, he was, you just want to keep saying his name. Yeah, yeah, he's got a, yeah. he's got the best name, right, Mark? The best BP. Name, fart. You just pronounce Fart. Michael has a comment. Michael. Yeah, so Arizona played small ball, and, you know, the Phillies were playing long ball, and I, I even commented, I think, last week that I thought long ball was the way to go in the playoffs, but it turned out I was wrong, in this instance at least. So in games six and seven, Arizona stole four four bases apiece. Mm-hmm. We had a fifth in game seven, but – uh, Marte kept fouling off pitches when some guy was had huge jumps and would have had second base easily. So yeah. what I what I learned out of this whole experience was why it is that crowds shout out, "Stop the steal!" Major <laughs> 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 League Baseball brought back the steal this year. They did just by those bases. What's the action? Get yeah, Rogers, bro. Get Rogers. I'm sorry. Let the league in stolen bases. I think. Did they? I think so. Yeah. Arizona. I think they they were second, maybe. Second. Yeah. You know, it, it might have been. First. You know, it it was so ironic. Everybody noticed in the playoffs. They had a graphic that Troy uh, Trey Turner had 43, 34 straight stolen bases. Five seconds later, he got thrown out. <laughs> right after they said that. Yeah, Rod, I'm sorry. We, we keep interrupting you. Sorry, Roger. That's okay. So after your buddy fart pitched, Mark, Mark the relief pitching that. 
through five innings of uh, only the only gave up one hit, two walks and four strikeouts. And uh, Wayne's buddy Ginkle went one and two thirds with three strikeouts and Sewell got the last, you know, the last inning to close it out. See, well, that was key. In the fifth inning, they got those Summer, two. Summer met. See, I was yeah. going to say, what team did he play for? Right. Cincinnati led the league in stolen bases. Cincinnati, okay. Yeah. Get it, Milt. Milt. Yeah. Arizona was second, I think. Second. Milt. Milt. Yeah, Milt. I just wanted to say one player that I always used to haunt the Yankees, and he's always on a winner, Evan uh, Longoria. Mm. He's been yeah. around forever. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's, a, he's a shallow when he used to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Still, you know, he got a couple hits, though. With Tampa Bay, he just always seems to appear with yeah. you know, in the with with teams that make the playoffs in the world. Yeah. 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 He was around the time David Wright came up, I think. You know, you know, Milton to prove One of the time, watch the talk. I'll just stop this. Yeah, Roger, finish up. A couple more points that Marte, yeah, don't don't stop for anybody. Go ahead. All right, Marte had the uh, the 16 game hitting streak, which is a new National League record. I think what Jeter had this as the record at 17. Um, Corbin Carroll was very interesting. 0 for 10 versus lefties in the series, and then he went three for four with two runs scored and two RBIs. He was really a big catalyst in that game seven. Uh, Rookie Phillies of the had, year. Phillies had yeah. all the runs on five hits, <clears throat> and obviously blew the last two games at home. Uh, I think that's mostly what I have. Yes, and uh, the World Series will be a 2-3-2 format with the first two in Texas. I believe Gallon is going against uh, Aovaldi. Aovaldi. Yeah. Aovaldi. Tomorrow, okay. tomorrow night. Tomorrow night at 8 on Fox. Yeah. On Fox. And Aovaldi can pitch in the World Series. He pitched for the Red Sox yeah. in 2019. The Yankees got some mileage at him, but after he had that elbow surgery, they let him yeah, go. Tommy John, yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. Thank Roger. We're sorry for we all were involved in with you. Yeah. Sorry, Roger. No, good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all, good. About it. it's all our passion for baseball. It's all there good. You go. uh, Danny. <laughs> yeah. Has anybody noticed how long the commercial intermissions are between half innings as opposed to the regular season? Yeah. They're, 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 they are more. It's amazing. That's why, that's why the, the games, games are one of the big reasons games are long. Money, 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 money. Yeah, money. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, Fred. Did anybody notice too? If I don't know, I don't. This bothered me. I wanted to see after the after Game Seven on, on the Philly series, the interviews with the Arizona players and stuff. And TBS constantly they went to the studio show, while Fox for the American League did a great job. They're on the air for over an hour, you know, you know, interviewing Ranger players, coaches, men, and TBS like most of the time was just talking heads in the studio. I thought they did a really bad job with that. Mm -hmm. so, so you see two different networks what, the, what their approach yeah completely yeah. different michael let me gotta move on i just want to say that uh ivaldi was excellent and he reminds me of another pitcher who uh one year he's great and one year he's mediocre to stinks and it just varies on and off i think it's uh whether it was i forgot it I forgot it candiati or something like that one year great, oh, one year stinks okay uh, thank you, Roger. <laughs> you can go Thanks, in peace Roger. now. Thank you. All right, Michael, do you have any uh, Yankees and Jets rants? You have stuff for us? I have some. Okay, you're sponsored uh, uh, by Boys in the Band. Okay. <laughs> uh, the uh, Jets, it looks like it's going to be a typical SOJ game because mm -hmm. they are only one game in the loss column 
out of first place. And uh, the game is very – they will be very viable if they win, but those are the games that they'll probably lose. And it's also a desperation factor where uh, the Giants really have to win. And the Jets, if they lose, it seems that the teams above them aren't doing as well as we thought they were going to, and the Jets would still be okay. So that's the type of game the Jets are probably going to lose. They have more – and actually, they have more great players than the, than the Dodgers – and the Dodgers, not uh, the, uh, the Giants, and yet the Jets are only three-point favorites. I think they should be like nine, even half to nine-point favorites. The odds makers also know something, and on the radio also, they a lot of the a lot of the commentators are picking the uh, Giants. So, uh, although I'll be rooting very hard, I'm going to be rooting for the Jets, but I think the Giants are going to win. Also, the uh, the Jets, I think, have not as good a coach. I think Salah is nowhere near stable. And that's what happened with the Jets when they played the Patriots. The Patriots more or less stink, and the Jets couldn't beat them because uh, you saw what happens. The, uh, the Jets mm-hmm. lost that. As for the Yankees, uh, hitting coach Sean Casey is leaving to spend more time with his daughters. And it looks like he wasn't going to get the job anyway, but they got rid of him. And... Uh, my dream is to acquire Soto and Bellinger, and uh, I'm very pessimistic <laughs> about that. And uh, I wish I was privy to Giancarlo's plan to regain the MVP swing. Because in, 19, in 2017, he hit 281 with 59 home runs and 132 RBIs. So where does it come from or where does it go? So they stood in the paper that one of Stanton's uh, places he could land on he could choose to work this offseason in Driveline, which is a baseball facility in Washington known for helping major league ball players improve their game. It's a lab, they call it. Uh, the Dodgers, Mookie Betts went there, and uh, he really improved his game. He ended up winning the, uh, the MVP. So this is what I hope. Because I really think that if the Yankees play with two, and the old Stanton comes back and we're the judge. We have ourselves the season. But if not, right now the Yankees look the way the way they look right now. I have a lot of problems with what is going on with them. And uh, until I feel otherwise, I think that they're not going to go anywhere. If I think otherwise, I'll, I'll report that here. Anyway, that's my story. Okay. Hey, Michael. Michael, I think that the to... Giants are favored over the Jets because they're the home team and they get up last. Jets are, actually, the Jets are favored. The Jets are favored, Mark. The the favored by four. Three, three points, points, right? The Michael, would the Yankees be willing to pay salaries of Soto, Bellinger, Judge, Cole, and uh, who's the fourth from the yeah. I'm missing someone. Would they be Stanton? Stanton, Wayne Stanton. The Stanton. I'm sorry, right? We might go well with the salary cap. You're right, Wayne. But uh, I mean, a good general manager could figure something out. And right who are they, now, who they trading to get Soto? Who are they trading to get Soto? Oh. Oh, a lot of, a lot of prospects. Must no, no. The, the starting the starting lineup of the Yankees. I uh, just read that uh, it may be interested in trading Anthony Rizzo. If he's healthy, San Diego will go after him. There's some sort of connection. I don't know why. 
Trey Anthony who? Volpe? Rizzo. 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 Oh, Rizzo. Rizzo. Okay. Rizzo. 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 Well, they got to give them more. Much more than Anthony. Much Rizzo. more than that. That's yeah. not going to work. Who, who goes to first, LeMayu? Yeah. Probably. Trade him, too. Uh, Roger. Mike, you only talked about hitting. What about the pitching or lack thereof for the Yankees? They got to get healthy in a big way, right? Other than Cole, I mean, the rotation was a disaster this year. Well, they're going to probably lose Severino. Uh, you got to uh, well, what's his name? Nasty Nestor gets uh, gets healthy again. It looks like King is going to be the real deal. They have good middle relief and they have a closer. They could make it, you know, if they make a good trade for a pitcher. You know, uh, they they could. They could do the picture. You know, it's uh, it's possible, but uh, they, they got to do something. They got to do They're something. not going anywhere with Stanton batting fifth, striking out uh, <laughs> Golden Golden in the game. Yeah, they got Milton. Milton, 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 how many times they're up? One, two. They go down. One, two, three. Yeah. You watch these teams playing now. I mean, I, I enjoy watching them. The hitters right. are good. The managing is good on these players. <laughs> Pitchers are good. It just seems like a different, a whole different. You know, that's why they're in the playoffs. And even the ones that lost, you know, even you know Houston. They, I, I hate Houston, but they. Look, <laughs> They look good. You know, the games are not boring. They they're, make they're, contact. Yeah. contact. They hit. Yeah. And look at the averages. The Yankee averages are like 200, 190, 210, if they're lucky. These teams, look at some of their averages, 270s, 280s. Right. It's exciting watching them. That's why oh, they're in the Schwarber had all those runs, but he was hitting less than two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Only Schwarber. How, do, how does he hit so well? That guy. He, he just swings for the fences. That's all. Mac, Max Muncy does the same thing with the Dodgers. Yeah. Right. You know. You know. It's scary for older Yankee fans. They could be crappy for the rest of our lives. I hope not. Michael, welcome to my world. Michael, I'm the guy that saw Joe DiMaggio in his last year. Okay. I'm looking at. <laughs> I found a stat this morning. It said Nellie Fox. We all know Nellie Fox, right? Oh, do. He struck out only 216 times in 19 seasons from 47 to 65. Over 10,000 at-bats. Carl Schwarber this year struck out 215 times this season. So he had 47. Okay. Got it below, below no, 200, right? Okay, Fred? Yeah, Michael, you think the Yankees are going to uh, try to re-sign Frankie Montes, who they thought so highly of they traded four young players for? He looked good one inning. And, uh, they almost he looked good one inning. <laughs> And he, 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 he actually got the win. He was the winning pitcher the last That's game. That's why we're going to keep him next year. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right. I mean, I mean, they loved him so much. They traded four guys for him. That's right. That's right. All right. Let's move on to Met Moments by Joe from New Jersey, sponsored by CarMats. CarMats. I need one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
So anyway, everything with the Mets so far is vaporware. There's nothing going on. <laughs> there was a night. There was a the piece online today that I was looking at. They need at least one slugger, a couple of starting pitchers, and three relievers. But there's nothing going on. So I, and I, a manager I say, and a general manager. The one, yes, yeah. the one thing. The one thing that uh, I did read it was it's a rumor so far, and I heard it last week or read it last week, and haven't seen anything else about it that. Uh, they're, they think that uh, Cohen may have had something to do with the uh, playing around with the uh, IL. I don't know if anybody else has heard that. I don't think I dreamt it, but I haven't heard anything else. So I don't think they're going to go after him. But they've got they've got a lot to do. I mean, they're you know they're clearly well behind the Phillies and the Braves and somewhat behind the Marlins at this point. And if they don't watch it and don't get better and let uh, Alonso go. They could end up in the cellar, or they can sign a couple of free agents, and maybe they will. Well, there's I mean, always I Washington, Buffalo. There's always the Nationals to hit the cellar. Don't worry. Yeah. About you know, there's a rumor. There's a rumor that Yamamoto might want to come because he knows Senga. So that uh, whether that means anything or not, I don't know. But I'd like to see. You know, they could certainly use him, and they could use one hitter. You know, I'd like to see them. I'd like to see them make a run for Otani. Although I think Otani's probably going to stay on the West Coast. I think so too. And I'm not oh, sure how much hell. I'm not sure I'm not sure how much they're gonna to have to give up to get Soto, although Soto would be a great addition. Uh, Joe, there was an article in the paper saying that Japanese pitchers don't want sometimes don't like to be on the team with another Japanese pitcher. Really? Oh, yeah. really? But they say that probably wouldn't matter to uh, Yamamoto, but that was an interesting thought. Yeah. I also mm. wanted to respond to a thing, you know, with uh Schwaber was hot, but he's obviously a streaky hitter. Anybody that strikes out 200-plus times a year is streaky. And it caught, up, it caught up with him. It caught up with the Phillies the last two games. They, yeah. had warning tra- they had warning track power in a very small stadium. I wanted, to, I wanted to see the Phillies win. I thought it would have been a more interesting series. <laughs> Probably what but, it would have uh, been. the lowest-rated series ever, I think. Diamondback, Diamondbacks are a good team, but they're they're basically a um, you know they're eighty four young guys. They're, 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 no, they're a no name club. They don't uh, they don't really have anybody that right. stands out. They've got good players, but oh, I think Gallon led the league in uh, wins, didn't he? Right, he did. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. did. He's not, yeah. Uh, he's, not yeah. A, he's not a dominant. He's like you know. Somebody once said, and not more than one person has said that in the postseason, if you throw harder, you generally do better. You know, Smoltz's uh, John Smoltz's record in the postseason was far better than either Glavin's or uh, Maddox's. I think that's interesting. Some people are just better uh, during the postseason. Yeah. Didn't, didn't Gallen challenge um, Hershiser and Drysdale's record last year for? scoreless innings consecutive consecutive yeah i think he did i'm not saying he's not a good pitcher not a flamethrower that's the insane that's yeah. what you need in the postseason usually all right let's move thank you joe we'll maybe you'll get more stuff for us next week uh, <laughs> giants insights craig council giants well i'm, ha- giants I'm happy I'm, go ahead. you want to know he's sponsored for giants Sure. I think Jets Sponsored are going to win. by the football goalposts. <laughs> goalposts? The goalposts came well, I, to me and said they want to sponsor. Well, I hope the Giants are a little more successful on the field goals and they get inside the goalposts than they did last week. I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm glad the Giants won, but 
wasn't, you know, I mean, a win is a win, but, but the, their offense is still mediocre if that, at best. I guess that's an improvement over terrible. They won the it game is. with their defense last week, and I'm still not sold on Tyree Taylor. I think Jones is a better quarterback, but it looks like Taylor's going to play today unless unless there was some cha- change, which I didn't I hear ride. about. Jones, Jones is um, yeah. he's cleared for contact. Obviously, the defense won the game for the Giants last week, and it's going to have to do the same thing this week against the Jets. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, and I'm hoping the Giants come out on the end of on on the end. Make a Giants, pick, Fred. What do you think? What do you I think? think the Giants pick. are going to win. I think the Giants will win maybe 17-14. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. But the other best defense, I, mean, I think the, the Giants' NFL. defense played played lights out. I know it was against the. Middle of the pack team in the Redskins, who you know not great, but a, you know, a win is a win, and the, see if they can contain Brees Hall and not make you know not get hold 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 the Jets to not too many uh, chunk plays and r- rattle Zach Wilson with their with their pass rush and their blitz and manage maybe to sc- maybe to score a couple of touchdowns, maybe the special teams will will do something, but it, but. Uh, the Giants win. They're back at three and five. And you know, if you look at the standings, they'll be, you know, depending how certain games go this week, they'll, you know, they'll have a shot at a wild card. Obviously, they're not catching the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think they're going to catch the Dallas Cowboys either. But it's a very tough see, division. I mean, I mean, everybody talks about Jones isn't great, but I mean, the guy was good last year. I mean, I know he only threw yeah. fifteen touchdown passes, but he, but but I mean, damn, he he was really good in that playoff game against Minnesota. I yep. still think he's got it in him. I, I like the idea that they're playing Hyatt much more. I think he's he can be a real big threat. He's got he's got the speed. And he's he's got good hands, and hopefully Barkley is all right with his elbow. And well, should be a should be a very close game. Both teams, like Michael said, I think both teams need need to win. The Giants probably a little bit more. Oh but yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll see what happens. All right, that's it. Thank you on that. Howie, your West Coast report, sponsored by oh. the next person who rings your doorbell. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, happy 86th birthday to Hall of Fame pitcher Juan Marichal. Okay. Marichal okay. has a record that will never be broken because of the way uh, pitchers are used today. From 1962 to 1969, Marischal had at least 18 complete games a year. Oh, I think wow. the complete game this year was like three. I think that <laughs> led the league. In one year, 1968, he led the league in 30 complete games. And I don't even think he won the Cy Young. I believe Gibson won the Cy Young in 1968. But happy birthday. 1.12 ERA. Yeah. Uh, they lost nine games. People were yep. asking me last week about the Warriors. Their tallest player is Dario Saric at 6'10", followed by Kevin Looney and Trace Jackson Davis at 6'9". Uh, all of them says power forward centers. And so it's going to be a running team, and uh, we'll see how it works out. Uh, I don't want to go into ifs, ands, or buts here, but We'll see what happens. Okay, the Giants fired a new manager. 
basically a guy Bob, Melvin. Bob Melvin who played for the Giants in oh. uh, 80 on the 87 division winning team under Roger Craig oh, uh, and has managed uh, the A's the D-backs I think Seattle and uh, and of course uh, the Padres now their president of baseball operations, Farhan Zaidi, who's into analytics and whose contract was going to be up next year, all of it has just gotten a three-year extension along with this with this uh, hiring. And uh, so there's a joke around San Francisco. If you guys ever watch Seinfeld, George Costanza was always distraught. No matter what he decided to do, it ended up bad for him. So he decided to do the opposite of what he normally would do. Every instinct got wrong, the opposite would be true. And it ended up great for George. He got a girlfriend, a new apartment, they got a dream job with the Yankees. So they figured this may be inspiring for anxiety to, uh, to do that. Maybe uh, it'll work about, for Bob Melvin and the Giants. The thing about Melvin... Uh, you know, the, the Giants had problems with their clubhouse, but so did Melvin with the Padres. So I don't know how that's going to work out. But uh, Melvin yeah. is linked to uh, uh, Japanese and Korean pitchers. I think he speaks Japanese. So that may be uh, an in with the Giants to get a, uh, a uh, Japanese player. And, he's, and the coaching staff, which was like 18 coaches on the big Abe Kapler is going to be more traditional. They think he's going to bring in uh, Matt Williams, who coached for him with Arizona, Pat Burrell, and Ryan Vogelsaw. That's what they're talking about. And uh, they figure to go after the top pitcher in Japan, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, top hitter in Korea, Young Ho Lee, and the top player in the world, Otani. Mm. Uh, so we'll see what happens uh, with that, but uh, I like Bob Melvin. I think he's a really good guy, and uh, we'll we'll see what. Uh, that's about it. Except I was looking who has the highest who had the highest payroll in uh, twenty twenty three, and it was the Mets at three hundred fifty three million. Like the Yanks were second. The Yankees were second, 276, San Diego third, 248, yeah. Philly right. 243, Dodgers 222. Uh, Texas is at was ninth, 195. Arizona okay. is 21st at wow. 116 million. That tells you a lot. There you go. There you go. But, uh, they did as well as they did. So yeah. what do you do? You sit on your, you sit on your money? It's a crapshoot. Amazing. I mean, yeah. Arizona That's got a lot in with 84 games, 84 wins, right. and only because the Giants, the Marlins, and the Cubs, and maybe all collapsed in that last yeah. week. Last they, they right, 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 right. They 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 look where they are. Look where they yeah. are. Look where yeah. they are. Yep. Right, Mike, you got a comment? The second yeah, comment. I noticed the uh, writing on Howie's T-shirt of one of the most favorite uh, locations in the entire country. Is there a backstory about the shirt you're wearing, Howie? 
Yeah, I actually got this one and uh, Bleaker Street, you know, famous Bleaker Street downtown uh, subway in blue. Uh, I got that from the New York City Transit Museum. Uh, Great museum. uh, Facebook. And I I even got got a sweatshirt, a gray hooded sweatshirt with this. You know, you're on your mock shirt. You should be wearing on your mock shirt on Thursdays at four o'clock. Thursdays, one o'clock for you. Right, right. Shame on us. I I want I just want to say something. I forgot when Roger was giving his report about the Texas Rangers. One of the guys when 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 they were interviewing Chris Young after the game, he did thank as one of the people he did thank for the Rangers' success was John Daniels. Oh, nice. He did mention that's nice. Very nice. Oh, okay, good. thank you, Howie. Good, good, good. Let's move on. Let's move on. We have Mike's DC and Virginia Sports Report, sponsored this week by a poem. A poem? A poem. A poem. A poem. You mean like Longfellow? I mean, yeah, okay, like a Longfellow poem. poem. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Mike, I want to be poetic now. Go ahead, Deborah. <laughs> okay, I want to make a couple of quick comments before I get to the. Washington Report, which is a little bit depressing. But anyway, mm. um, this question on, on rugby, uh, the best rugby in the world is played where? Anybody? Should be. In New Zealand, right? Ah. The All Blacks are, have often been world champions in these rugby uh, uh, playoffs. Uh, and why? Why are the New Zealanders so good? Because the Maoris offer these big, huge guys. Uh, that play uh, that are big and rough and fast. And so Fiji is another country with a very strong rugby program. So there's something about these Pacific Islanders that uh, lends itself to that game. Um, the other thing on that is that in, in Britain, where rugby is played, of course, and it's very, very popular, there are actually two forms of rugby. There's something called rugby union, which is the rugby that most of us are familiar with, but there's also something called rugby league, which is a professional form of rugby. And it is more like American football. There is a kind of a hike from a center uh, to start each of the plays. And so if you ever see it, it'll look more familiar to you than uh, in terms of American football. So I did want to say that, and I want to make one other thought, which I don't want to talk, uh, kind of touch off a huge discussion here right now, but you know, when betting odds are set, I'm sure most of you know this, it's not to reflect what people think is the difference between the teams. It's to reflect where they think the gushers of money will come in on both sides. They want to equalize those uh, gushers of money and, and not have uh, not have to lay off a bunch of bets because too much money is coming in on one side relative to the other. So yes, they, they do consult, the, the bookies do consult with experts on what they think about the relative strength of the teams, but in the end, it is that that determines what they what they set as the odds. Sometimes they're wrong, but that yeah. is the way it's done. Okay, we now switch to uh, <laughs> the Washington scene. The Wizards opened their season last night in Indiana, and after watching a part of that game, which they lost by 20, uh, 140 something or other to 120. I propose that uh, we change the name of the team. And I want to change it from the Wizards to call it the Wizards or the 
Weisers, whichever you like. And the reason is because there's no D in this team. Exactly. <laughs> Precisely. So game. Yeah, it was it was brutal. Well, we'll see. It's only one game, first game of the year. The Caps, uh, very surprising game last night. They were uh, going into this game. They were one and three with an overtime loss. They uh, got ahead three nothing last night in Toronto. But Toronto came back in the second period and scored four goals, and it looked like, boy, just utter collapse. But no, in the last period, third period, the uh, Wizards of the uh, Caps got a couple of goals. And then at the very end, uh, Ovechkin pushed a goal into the empty net. Empty net. Empty net goal, and they won six to four. So how many empty net goals does uh, Ovechkin has as he chases Gretzky for the all-time goal-scoring championship? I don't remember the absolute number, but they said on TV that he's now one behind Gretzky on empty net goals in his career. So he's about 70 behind. Uh, I think it's 892 to 822 or somewhere in that uh, region. Uh, So you can see that Ovechkin scores a fair number of empty net goals. Most of you probably saw the commanders against the Giants, so you know pretty much what's going on. With the commanders, uh, it was pointed out in today's paper that Sam Howell's statistics are poor on the season. Uh, if they reflect uh, his, his capabilities, then they have uh, probably gone in the wrong direction on him. In that particular game, they passed 52 times and they ran the ball 19 times. Rivera defended it, uh, you know, that this was the way we, we had to go, given the uh, play of the offensive line, really. He didn't say that. Uh, that's what it came down to. And it is, as you can see, uh, it is the offensive line and the quarterback holding the ball too long that is the problem. And it's not going to get much better. I mean, he might learn to throw the ball more quickly and they can kind of reshape the offense a little bit. But uh, in the end, if you don't have an offensive line, your quarterback's in serious trouble. So the Giants know that for sure. Mm. And they have, yeah, the Giants have a fine. Right, Tom says active. And they, they rushed the quarterback very, very well. But uh, yeah. Sacks, the great Arise. offensive coordinator, Eric Bien-Enemy, Bien-Enemy, whatever he's the He's the offensive coordinator. The offensive. Yeah, very yeah, high on him. Think, uh, but in this game, uh, they had to change plans entirely at halftime because uh, nothing was working. And, uh, you know. Mike, Mike, any, any thoughts of trading uh, Young or Sweet? There apparently there are some discussions of this, but uh, you know their strength is their defensive line. Uh, if they do that, mm. then their season is long is gone. I mean that's that's where they, they when they when they do stay in games and have a shot, uh, it's because that defensive line is putting pressure on the other team. So I would be surprised, but I guess it's not impossible. I read Rivera is probably going to get fired. Yeah, Rivera. I think Rivera. Yeah, and then maybe Bianami finally move into a head coaching spot. Could be the yeah. one. The, the one rumor that's going to be scary is the potential of the Derrick Henry being traded to the Cowboys. Oh yeah, that would, make that, that would be a very scary trade for the rest of the league. Good man. All right, thank you, Mike, on that report. A couple of quickies here. Uh, The Contemporary Era Committee for the Hall of Fame 
the contemporary era committee has uh, nominated Lou Pinella, mm-hmm. Davey Johnson, mm-hmm. Jim Leland, Cito Gaston. So all those all those potential managers could be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, be great. Joe West, the umpire, who like umpired like a zillion games. Ed Montagu, who was was a longtime umpire. Oh. Bill White as the National League president, and Hank Peters, the former general manager. I don't remember what team was he, with the Orioles? White Sox. White Sox, Sox, Indians. I think he was with a few teams. Yeah. Uh, The 16 voters will be announced prior to December 3rd, and the winter meetings, they'll they'll announce the winners. 75% is needed. 12 votes. 12, yeah. Twelve votes? Is that what it is? Twelve votes? Twelve, yeah. Yeah. Seventy-five percent is twelve. I'm sure uh nobody is like crying over these players that the Mets dropped from there. They waved them. Uh Anthony yeah. Kay, the lefty pitcher, was picked up by the A's. Right. Okay. Always good to have a lefty pitcher on your stand. Yeah. Vinny Natoli, the righty pitcher, nobody. They're all free agents. Michael Perez, the catcher. Rafael Ortega had a lot of outfield Ortega. time with them this year. Wave mm. Jonathan Aru Aruiz, 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 infielder, and Danny Mendick, all free agents. Sayonara, Sayonara is Mark. Mark, when does free agency start? I think after, I think after the World Series, right? Yeah, it, I think it's a few days. Sorry, I think it's a. I think it's something like five days after the World Series. Five ends. days sounds sounds. You can correct. start like signing five day, free agents. Five days or a week. Mm-hmm. You can start signing a free agent then. Yeah, yeah but you know, yeah. baseball is never like basketball. Where you, you know, at twelve oh two, you get all these signings. Yeah. Baseball is <laughs> pro- protracted. It's all mm-hmm. takes yeah. more. You can sign your own. Be- you can sign your own guys now. Yeah, yeah. so I could give them extensions and things like that. Yeah. But I think five yeah. days. Does anybody have the dates for the winter meetings? So the, first, the first week in uh, in December they meet. Yeah, oh. yeah. Las Vegas, usually in Las Vegas, right? Well, it, it depends. Depends. A story came up that, and I know you're going to have tears on this one. A Rod is very oh, unhappy please. with the Yankees because they have not retired his number 13 jersey. <laughs> Do we have and they never he will. He spent most of his career as a Yankee, 12 seasons. Let's not waste any time. 351 home runs of his 696 with the Yankees. But, of it's course, he was suspended for 162 games, and he was really <laughs> pissed that they gave Joey Gallo his <laughs> number 13 when Gallo was there. Um. So what do you think about this? If you're a Yankee fan, would you want A Rod's number retired? No. Let's not waste any time talking no. about it. No. <laughs> no. Bernie Williams number retired. Should be. Well, should be before his. Should be. There's a new baseball league. I'm trying to get some information on this. Oh, and I saw about in, this. In Dubai. Yeah. And uh, they had their draft the other day. So D.D. Gregorius and Robinson Cano. Look quick yeah. for the Dubai Wolves yeah. and Bartolo yeah. Colon. I kid you not. Right. I saw this. Was picked by the Monarchs. <laughs> so I, I'm curious who else is going to be in this league. Did, did, did you see that Mariano Rivera is one of the investors? 
Oh, is that right? Really? Yeah, it was in that same article. They mentioned he was one of the investors in this league. What channel is the game going to be on? <laughs> <laughs> Look up Dubai Baseball League. You'll see who else they had to draft. So there it'll, was be two- Jewish te- it'll be on Jewish TV. <laughs> they had, uh, maybe they maybe had, Gaza uh, City. There was two deaths in baseball this past week. Um, the names are not major names, but like Tom Walker, 75 years old, a pitcher. Yeah, I remember the name. Remember him, Expos, oh. Tigers, Cardinals, Angels, six seasons. He had an 18 and, 30, uh, 18 and 23 lifetime record. Uh, but the interesting, interesting story about Tom Walker was that when he was with the Pirates, he wanted to go with Roberto Clemente on that plane ride oh, that oh, crashed. Wow. But Clemente didn't. said, stay back with your family. Oh. Was he Neil wow. Walker's father? I don't know. We could check on that one, too. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was. That's an interesting story. And then the, a former Met, former Yankee died. Uh, Rob Gardner, a lefty pitcher. Oh yeah, I remember. Mm. I remember him. Mets, yeah. Cubs, yeah, Indians, yeah. Yankees, A's, Brewers. Yeah. yeah. All those years he played a fourteen and eighteen career. Mm. When did he play in the sixties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixty three, I think he's sixty three. Mm. Uh, sixty five to ninety three. And Mark, Mark, uh, you, you previously brought up Nelson Fox and strikeouts. Joe Joe Sewell struck out 114 times and 7,100 at bats. It's amazing. Well, didn't they throw the ball underhand in those days? Probably, yeah. <laughs> like Joe. I was just going to say that Bartolo Colon probably didn't like retirement. <laughs> he got to travel to Dubai and play. He re- he retired and then retired in about a week. I don't I know. Think. I don't know. Uh, Bill Belichick gets his 300th win. I'm sure a lot of you are happy on that one. Yeah, right. Beating Buffalo. (laughs) And uh, we're happy that... uh, Well, 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 yeah, if you're a Jet fan, you should be happy to beat the Bills. Hey, Fred, uh, you were right about Fred brought uh, up earlier, maybe before the show started, that Christian McCaffrey scored in his 16th, a touchdown in his 16th straight game. He's one away from the all-time record. And we was trivia question last week. Lenny Moore right. from the mm-hmm. Baltimore Colts. Colts. Lenny Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Great back. Now, Tom they, Walker. Oh, Tom Walker was uh, Neil Walker's father. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he good, was. Good pick up. There you go. Fred, Fred was right. There you go. Um, you know, I, I remember that oh. Travis Kelsey – so much attention these days. purchased a six-bedroom mansion in Kansas City for about six million. Uh, a privacy for him and Taylor Swift. So the paparazzi <laughs> can't like uh, pound them. Well, Mark, I thought you were going to say in the four in the games that she's there, he averages like 190 some odd yards per catch in the two games that she. That, that she wasn't there, he's averaging 46 yards. So Andy Reid says, we got to have a show up every game. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 You want to know something else? You want to know something else? When they break up, there's going to be a number one song about that. <laughs> Did yeah. you see? <laughs> somebody wrote a column in the Post the other day in the main news section how Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey going together, whatever, is good for America. That's right. There you go. 
really. Can you name three songs by uh, Taylor Swift? We are never no. ever getting back together no, again. Uh, we're the wrong age. We're the wrong age. We're not her audience. We're not, again, we're not her audience. How old is she? Yeah. 33 or 34? 34. Uh, yeah. We've been uh, 34 in December. Yeah, okay. 34. And how old is he? I think he's the same. Same age. Same age. Yeah. And he was very good on SNL. What's that? Oh, yeah. What's that, Michael? He was very good on SNL. He hosted about three years ago. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So in college, if you follow in college, George is still number one. Michigan. Um. Ohio State, when they play Michigan in a couple of weeks, should be a fantastic game. Ohio Scare. State clobbered uh, Penn State. Penn State There's a scandal around Michigan, though. They said they said Penn State is nothing until they could beat Ohio State, and they can never right. beat them. Can't beat them. Can't beat them. <laughs> Washington, a lot of good teams. Kansas, uh, Alabama is still number eleven, but they keep yeah. winning. They keep winning. Oregon. They're good. Oh, Bo Nix, well, they keep winning. A lot of good teams. Did you see the Iowa-Minnesota game? That was on TV. Uh, Anybody watch uh, that game? And that no, controversial play? What happened? Let's see. Uh, Iowa was losing 12-10 in the final minutes of the game. And Minnesota punted to Iowa. The final seconds. The Iowa punt return guy, Koopa DeGene, a white guy. Gene. He was going to catch the ball, but he like he did something with his hands. And maybe Minnesota thought he was calling a fair catch. He was maybe pointing that the ball um, over here. Maybe he's telling his his uh, his uh, line that uh, that's where I'm going. And he caught the ball and instinctively ran. So it's not like he caught a fair catch and stood there. He ran and scored a touchdown. They called it all back and saying you called a fair catch. Wow. And they lost. Yeah. You oh, have to wow. check the replay on this. What he did with his hands. Mm-hmm. Oh, with the legal somehow. I don't know. Uh, for you guys locally here in New York, Stony Brook is 0 and 7. One and six. So don't bet those. And you, and you and you forgot another local story. What's Rutgers. that? What? Rutgers is now bowl eligible. Right. Good right. for them. Oh, yeah, I heard six games. Like that. Yeah. I heard that. Rutgers is bowl eligible. Listen to this Mark, story. Mark, I think that investigation, uh, the mid that they're investigating Michigan is going yeah. to yeah. take on a lot of yeah. more, more importance than we think. Mm. Hogwarts could I, be I, in trouble. Yeah. I, yeah. I never knew that the NCAA had a rule that you couldn't scout a team in person. There, I guess that's their rule. But I don't know. Yeah. I think they said since 1994, they put a rule in. Okay. I mean, you think that other sports teams can? You so, know? I don't think I don't think this year will affect them. If if something comes up, it's going to be after the season's over. Yeah. They won't hit them with a fine or no, a no, I, I agree fine or think... or a or a penalty or a ban. During you know, it'll happen. Harper will go to the NFL again. No, Probably. but but apparently it might because the guy who's who's in trouble, he he actually purchased tickets for the Ohio State Penn State game. About 20 tickets for that game that went unused. And they're saying, well, he bought the tickets so he could scout Ohio State for when they play Michigan in November. <laughs> so but they never use the tickets. Anyway, I saw this story. You ever hear of Chad Kelly? 
Anyone know who Chad Kelly is? No. No. Well, the name Kelly, that he's the son. No, he, he's the, his uncle was Jim Kelly. Oh. Okay, so, oh. so he's, the, he's the nephew, right? Oh, the nephew of uh, mm-hmm. Jim Kelly. Former NFL clipboard carrier, backup quarterback 2016 to 2023 in the NFL. And now a big star in the Canadian Football League, if you think Canadian mm. Football League is a minor league, whatever. Uh, in 2016, he was a senior at Ole Miss. He tore his ACL mm. as a senior. He mm. got no invites to any NFL teams, the Combine. He was, I think he was drafted, drafted last, I wrote down here. Yeah. Uh, NFL career, he had one NFL touch. A kneel down when Denver's quarterback Case Keenum uh, came out of the game for concussion protocols. Protocols. He was ruled back in the game, and so Kelly had one kneel down in NFL. That's the only NFL he's had in 2022. Last year, the Toronto Argonauts kept Kelly as their backup quarterback. He came off the bench to erase a six-point deficit to win the Grey Cup, the championship, last year. Uh, early in his career, his first score was Clemson. Uh, they cut him for screen because he was screaming at coaches at a spring practice. Denver Broncos released him following a criminal trespassing arrest less than two weeks after uh, that one that one play kneel down. He joined the Colts practice squad. Uh, then he left playing to coach offense for East Mississippi Community College. Eventually picked up by Toronto and named the starter this year. He emerged as a fabulous uh, dual threat passing and running. Was named uh, a candidate for the most outstanding players. The Argonauts, if you follow Canadian football, were 14-2 and two, led by him this year. Uh, the only their only uh, losses were when he was banged up or he was resting. Mm. Uh, he recently signed a three-year, one point eight six million dollar extension, and made him the highest-paid Canadian football player ever. What's his name? Chad, Chad Kelly. Kelly. Okay, enough talking. I can go on a little further, but I want to. You want, you want to talk about basketball, Fred? Since mm. the season started. Oh, look, Joe wants oh, a to little make bit. Comment? Go ahead, Joe. I just wanted to say, did anybody think, if anybody watched the Knicks Celtics game last night, did you think the announcers were a little bit pro uh, Boston, just slightly? Did anybody (laughs) think that? Well, I I, I think Mike Green was trying to bend over backwards to show he wasn't pro New York. All right. But they were just. But but yeah, Doc Rivers, I think Doc Rivers was. I mean, he coached the Celtics. Yeah. But the, the, the Knicks cost themselves the game last night. Yep. I mean, Julius two Randall things. Didn't come up All they had to do was two hit the things. free throws. First, first, exactly. They took the same amount of foul shots as the Celtics, 26. The Knicks only made 14. And and the uh, Celtics made 22. Joe, since mm-hmm. you saw the game last night, did you notice? And I, I asked my son this, and he said the, the NBA told the referees this. You, did you see here, like, the explanations of the of the challenges? It's like they, they became a little long-winded with their language and all. They, they, my son said that they, they told the NBA referees that, that there had to be much more clarity about why challenges are overturned. 
Mm. Right. Or, or, or or upheld. You know, different like it was just interesting to hear him speak. But I don't know. I, I thought I thought they could have overturned that one at the end when yeah, uh, they called yeah, it on quickly. They, they should have. But the Knicks aren't going to win many games when when Randall and Brunson shoot eleven for right. forty three. But uh, but on the uh, on the uh, good side, on the positive side of it, if they almost won that game and they shot everything, right. they shot the, the, so badly and they almost right. won. Mm. Right, they almost. So, that's true. They almost stole the game. They almost won but, that game. But, so, I mean, I mean, we'll see. Uh, quickly was 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 really yeah. great. You know, and, and, got a and I mean, they had the six point lead with two minutes, with four minutes to go, and then the Celtics just ran. Porzingis was yeah. great, Aiden was great. Yeah, but they almost, now they, they go on a couple games on the roof. That's the third thing they always do. They always blow leads in the last couple of minutes. That's mm. right. They couldn't. They couldn't yeah. score anything. Yeah. And then the, right. the Nets, Nets too, had a lead in the last couple of minutes yeah. and lost it in the last second of a shot. Thing. Donovan Mitchell. You know, it was interesting. The, the Nets, uh, what's his name? C, um, Cam Thomas set an NBA record last night. 36 points. The most points ever by a player off the bench in a season opening game for the NBA. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 36 nice points off the There's a guy who had three straight games last year of 40 points. And they weren't, and the Nets weren't sure if he was going to be part of their rotation. Yeah. Mm. Because they say, because uh, Jack Vaughn said, well, we got to see because he's too much of an isolation guy and we want to have a lot of ball movement. We don't want isolation. But hey, if the guy could shoot, though, they better find the place for him. The Knicks yeah. could use him. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah, All right. Yeah. That's it, Brent? That's a minute. Well, also, another well, St. John's, in an in a exhibition game that was for charity, St. John's beat Rutgers 89 78 in double overtime the other day. Game won't count in the. Their records, they don't open the season until November seventh against Stony Brook. But but they look good, you know, they they look good in winning that game. So Patino. And, and their pick and in the and and in the coaches poll for the NBA uh biggest media day, St. John's was picked fifth. And mm-hmm. and by the way, Mike, I saw highlights of that Indiana um Washington game where Indiana went off 143 points. Yeah. But the, the, you're right, for the highlights they played no defense at all. <laughs> I mean, Bruce Brown, had, <laughs> yeah, Bruce Brown had a career record of six three three pointers, and it was just—I know it's only one game, but they really didn't play, play well, any defense. Wes Unsell Jr. was brought in because he was a defense yeah. specialist, but so far his uh, systems don't seem to be taking root. Yeah, I was I was flipping around. I saw some of that game last night on the league pass. Okay, and then did anybody see the other TNT game where San Antonio with? What's the guy's name? I can't pronounce his name. Yeah, his debut. Scored 15 points. They they lost to Dallas and whatever, you know. But, you know, it's a start of the NBA career. And and tonight, Philadelphia and Milwaukee are playing, and I heard James Harden is not going to play. So, be interested to see the first game. First game of Damon Lilly playing with Giannis, see how they do. Yeah. That's about it for basketball. And don't ask me it's hockey because there's so much else going on. on. Yeah. I've only been. We need to get I, I just go to Rangers. I know the, the Rangers won two Rangers games on the road Rangers are in trip. Edmonton at nine o'clock. All right. There yeah. you go. And they won two games on the road trip. That's all I know. Okay. I don't know. Michael. Maybe Michael knows more about hockey. Yeah. You're right. I want to see, just say something to Fred because I forgot to say it during his, uh, his Giants report. Uh, I sent to some of the people who I text uh, a video 
that just boggled my mind. Uh, it was from 1963. It was a oh, giant, Lynch. right? Gi- Giants versus Dallas. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, Don Meredith throws a pass, and Dick Lynch uh, catches the ball, and it goes like 80 yards oh. for a touchdown. First yes, of so all, first of all, you would never see that years ago because those games were blacked out, and you would never see the right. Giants in their dark uniforms, and you would never see Yankee Stadium. And a little addendum to that story was Dick Lynch's daughter. Her name was Nancy. Was in my my class, and I asked her to bring Dick Lynch to uh, school. And she did, and she she showed the uh, Super Bowl uh, pictures, uh, not Super Bowl, the NFL championship from 1963, the one where Tittle got and Ben Griff, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I just couldn't believe that I saw that video. Forget yeah, bringing her father, she should really bring the tickets. Yeah. Well, for that? <laughs> to see a giant game. Those days. Right. A few more stories, then we'll go to trivia. Uh, I, I was talking to Danny earlier this week about this one. I've never seen this before. You know, I'm flickering, what do you call it, channel surfing? Yeah, uh, yeah. Between the, because uh, I can't watch the commercials. And I came mm-hmm. to a bowling channel. And it says, you know, bowling is not as popular as it was, let's say, when we were kids. Um, I don't know if it's a dying sport. There are some hard timers that keep on for the leagues. The leagues still keep going on. But a lot of lanes close up and they knock them down and and around in the New York area, Whitestone Lanes is closing up and they're right. uh, yeah. right. going houses. Well, to increase yeah. the interest in the sport, instead of traditional bowling, I came across something called Strike Derby. Mm-hmm. Anyone know what that is? Yeah. I told you. They started. <laughs> you have two minutes. One person has two minutes to see how many strikes you can get by throwing in alternate lanes. Okay, so you're in lane one and two. Yeah. You start on lane one. You throw, you try to get a strike. Take your next ball, and then you throw on lane two. Then back to lane one and lane two. One ball, how many strikes you can get in two minutes. Alternating lanes. I thought it was alternating lanes. I thought it's very, personally, it's very tiring. Plus, well, you just have a pocket. You have to strike. You only have one ball. No, you have you have one ball on one no. lane, one ball oh, on so the other. Pocket is continuous, except sometimes they're so the fast. The reset in the in the lane before you in the lane previous lane may not be ready, so they turn around and they add extra time, like the dead time. Hey, Mark, have you ever heard of Andy Virapapa? Yeah, sure. yeah, the trick bowler, trick guy. But yeah. uh, if, you, if you ever see this on TV, strike bowling, give it a shot. Hmm. And then one more thing, I'm, I'm glad this not did not happen when we were young and we were coaching our kids or watching our kids play. This was a youth football story. A St. Louis youth football team, the team has been suspended due to its coach being shot by one mm. of the team's players' father. Oh my God. The shooting That's was in front of the team. The guy's oh. name was Shaquille Lattimore, 30 years old, was hospitalized after being shot multiple times at a practice by a father who was upset about his son's playing time. Oh. Lattimore was yeah. released from the hospital and Daryl Clemens, 43, turned himself in and charged mm. with first-degree assault. 
and yeah. on criminal action. <laughs> Imagine if you ever coached your kid and you're like, yeah. one kid doesn't play like as much. Kid. Why is my kid not playing? I pay as much yeah. money as the, the superstar <laughs> over there. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> I thought that was an interesting story. All right. We're the clock here. It's time for some trivia. So who would like to try to stump us? All right, let's go with Mike. All right, okay. so I've got uh, a pair. Mike, Mike, Mike C. Mike C. Mike C. Mike C. Not Mike Mike. All right. Okay, sorry. So we'll see who's been doing crossword puzzles lately. Uh, <laughs> which, uh, what batting champion, former batting champion, has a plaza named after him at Oracle Park? Oh. Mm. What? Say that again? Okay. What? <laughs> I heard former batting champion, and he, he won the National League batting championship twice, has a plaza named after him at Oracle Park. Tony Gwynn? That's San Francisco, right? Tony Gwynn? That, that is yeah. San Francisco. That's correct. Yeah. Well, there's Willie Mays Plaza. Really nice plaza. The Willie Bank Championship. Uh, yeah, but that's not the answer. No. He probably won that in championship. I don't know how many. Who won two championships and has a plaza? Has a is plaza. it a giant player? A giant pl player? Uh, no, he did not win the championship with the uh, Giants. No championship. He, he was a a batting champion. This goes back. This goes back. This is an older older time player. Well, oh, Bill, 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 Bill Terry. Bill Terry. No. <laughs> Frankie Frisch. Mel Ott. Well, yeah. Mel Ott. No, it's a San, it's a San Francisco native, but he didn't play for the San Francisco Giants. Joe DiMaggio. DiMaggio. Oh, Tony Lazari. No guy. Jackie Jensen. A drink named after him. What? Uh, He's got a what? Alcoholic drink. Juan Marichal. Alcoholic drink. Hey, we have no. Arnold Palmer. No, wait, no. <laughs> Lefty O'Doul. Oh, oh. Adam <laughs> You stumped All us right. on that one. Fred, go. One question. Here's okay. the second. Who's the only right, player? Two questions? Okay. Yeah, my second question. Yeah, sorry. All right. Okay. In, in, well, I can ask it this way. <laughs> what player, but I, this is really the top three, what player set the single season hit record in the major leaguers? And I'd like you to name the top three. Ichiro. Ichiro. Ichiro is number one. You're right. Sisler. Um, George Sisler. George Sisler. George Sisler, number two. Okay, because which time? Frank Gwynn. Number three is a little bit of a trick question because there's a tie. There's two of them at number three. Bill Terry? Yes, that is one of the two. Wow. Who's another one? Ty Cobb. We just talked about. Lefty O'Doul. Lefty O'Doul. How many did they get? Ichiro had 262 hits <laughs> one year. Sisler, 257. O'Doul and Terry, 254. What did O'Doul hit for average the year he got 254? Uh, oh, yeah. 394. 398. Good there we go. Close. All right, let's move on. Fred, then, and then other Mike. Okay. All right, who's the only player in Major League history to win a World Series in one year? Then get traded to the, to into a team that won the World Series the following year and beat his pre his team that he was on that that won the World Series the previous year. Kurt Schilling, no. Mickey Lowich, no. it was Roger Maris. No, 
At least this is what my son told me, so I hope he's right. Um, <laughs> give us a hint. Jock Jock Peterson. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 one year the one year was the Yankees, and then he was tra- and he was traded to the Dodgers, and then the Dodgers beat the Yankees the following oh, year. I so know, uh, what's his name? Moose Scouring. Moose Scouring. Moose Scouring. Moose Scouring. Yeah, that makes 62 sense. Sixty-two right. to sixty-three. Sixty-three. Right. Okay. Sixty-three. Get ahead there, uh, Mike F. Okay. Actually, this is uh, because Jerry's not here, Gerald Schwartz. So I'm going to ask a Gerald Schwartz type question. What, 1885? Uh, right. October 16th, 1928. Mickey Cochran wins the American League MVP, and he edged out Heine Manouche by two points. Neither Babe Ruth nor Lou Gehrig, uh, who had better seasons, uh, did uh, win the uh, MVP that year. Why didn't they win the MVP that year? Yeah, because they won the they won the world championship twenty eight, right? So why didn't they win the MVP if they had better seasons? Because there was no MVP. Was no, MVP. no, yeah, because they won. The they don't. They didn't give it more than once in those days. Oh, what? If you won it once, you don't win it again. Then, then that that's the that's the way it was then. Yeah, Wayne. Uh, only only two Pittsburgh Pirates pitchers have ever won the Cy Young Award. Vernon Laws won. Vernon Laws Vernon Laws won is right. Elroy Face. No. No. I don't think oh. Bob Friend ever won. Um, no, he did uh, not. Um, tough, that is a tough one. That's no, Steve Glass. Very, oh. Tough answer. No, none of those guys. Was it a long Cy Young, no, Cy Young is, is his initials are DD. DD. D.D. Doug Drabeck. That's the answer. Doug Drabeck. Oh, hey, Wayne, I came here to ask him at lunch today. That's a good Because uh, I want to ask Drabe- where, where is he today? He's still alive. Yeah, yeah right. He's uh, very good. Tell me, tell me the school these guys In went the to. About 10 of these guys. Tell me their college. Easy. Saquon Barkley. Penn State. Penn State. Penn State. James Conner. Who? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, James Conner. Christian McCaffrey. Stanford. 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 Cam Akers. Texas. Oh. Cam no. Akers, Florida State. Uh. Bree Tall. Who? Bree Tall. Oh, Iowa State. Oh. Iowa, Iowa State. State. Tony wow. Pollard. Memphis State. Memphis. Memphis, right. Wow. Brian Robinson. Brian Alabama. Robinson. Alabama. See, that's the guy that's the guy who was shot. Alabama, right, right. Miles Sanders. Um, Penn State. Penn State. And yeah. Nick Chubb. Georgia. Georgia. Good guess. Right. Good. Good going. All right, Fred. Okay. But not including active pitches. So all of all the non-active players, who has the lowest earned run average in the postseason who has faced at least 200 batters? I don't want to say active because there was a guy who – who had a lower one, but he's still active, so he might obviously change. But Whitey Ford, Whitey Ford, no, faced at least 200 batters. Wow, John Smoltz, Hershiser, Smoltz, no, it is a relief pitcher. Oh, it is. Relief oh. oh, 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 Rivera, Rivera. yep, Mariano Rivera, 0.72. The, mm. the way I said it like that, because prior to his last appearance in the World Series in the game the other night, 
Zach Wheeler was 0.70, but obviously that could change up and down. But Rivera, of all non-active, has the, has the least. Wow. Okay. Michael? Okay. October 4th, 1951, the Giants defeat Allie Reynolds and the Yankees 5-1. to one. What was unique about the Giants outfield? And, you know, that, that's my question. First time, all black. First all time black. First time all black. All black outfield. Name them. Monty Irvin, Willie May. Monty Irvin was a Hank Thompson. Hank Thompson. Hank Thompson. Willie Mays. Monty Irvin. I have a question, but I'm missing one answer. Maybe you can help me. Name the Major League Baseball team located in a state capital. There's four of them. Red Sox. The Red Sox is one, Boston. Uh, Braves. The Braves in Atlanta. Yeah, let's see. Major League Baseball team? Arizona. 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 Phoenix. Phoenix. Now, I'm missing one. They said there's Oh, Colorado. Colorado, Denver. Colorado, Denver. That's very good. We have time for one more. Well, where are the holders? Where are the twins? I was thinking about the twins, yeah. Minnesota. The capital was St. Paul. Yeah, but that's why they play in Minneapolis. They play in Minneapolis, the capital St. Paul. Is that Minneapolis, St. Paul? Yeah. No, but the stadium is in downtown Minneapolis. The stadium is Minneapolis. I've been there, so I know. Let's do one more question and call it a day because my dinner is calling. All right. <laughs> so who wants to wrap it up with the last last one? No one's got a question? No. Yeah, I got one. Okay, last question of the day. Okay. What NFL quarterback has the record for most passes without an interception at the beginning of his career? Purdy. Purdy, yeah. Purdy? No. Dan Marino. No. Well, more mm-hmm. Happened very recently. I thought it was Purdy, no? Hurts? Nope. Nope. Hurt. Happened recently. So it was a new quarter. Oh, what's his name? The guy on Burrow? the, the right. guy uh, from the state guy. Happened this year. Right. This year. Back for, um, for, um, <laughs> the guy on, uh, oh, on, on the yeah, bear. Houston. Yeah, the guy, oh. right. On Miami. Houston. Houston, right? C.J. Stroud, oh, 191. He had 191 passes before he uh, had an interception. Right. Oh, and Scott good. Purdy didn't have. That's Brock, Brock Purdy didn't have that. Brock, no, oh, according, okay. not according to what I read somewhere. I mean, it, it, it could have been wrong, but guys, we'll see you all next week live yep. for uh, yeah, show number 183. November second. November second. It'll be a new in, link. Mm-hmm. A new link. Don't new use the old link. Yeah. Oh, a new, new link, link next week. A new link. Okay. A new All link right. coming up, guys. Have okay. a good okay. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. Take care, guys. See you Monday. Hopefully, more tweets than tricks. Have a nice dinner. Have a good week. <laughs> See y'all.